Hello, everyone, and welcome to the third episode of the Grit Fitness and Performance Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Sanchez, and today we're going to get right into it, and we're going to talk about something that everyone has had to deal with in the last 30 days, and it's eating during quarantine, and how should you be going about doing it? Because quite frankly, it's the number one thing that'll make or break your health or fitness goals in the long run, especially now the gyms are closed and maybe your workout routine is not quite where it was before everything got shut down. Um, And because you're not working out like you were, you know, prior to going out and living your normal life, um, eating is really the number one thing that you're going to be able to control. And it's going to be the biggest thing to impact your fitness goals, whatever they may be. Um, So other than sleep, what you put in your mouth and how you go about adjusting to this new normalcy for the time being is really going to be the number one thing that will help you get to where you want to get to. And we'll even touch on why I think you should adjust your goals for the time being and adjust your eating habits while you're in quarantine. But again, we'll we'll get into that. Um, so the, the first thing that I think a lot of people need to focus on during this whole lockdown, don't leave your house and, you know, um, stay inside until this whole thing is lifted on is um, something you may have heard of called intuitive eating and basically what that is is it's simply just kind of listening to your body and eating when you feel like eating and when you're hungry now the problem with that is when you're home in the comfort of your own house you're surrounded by food 24 7 and maybe some of it is hyper palatable and maybe you have some of your favorite treats in the house. And the problem is a lot of people don't have any sort of support system or, um, you know, anything in place to help them say no. And if you're not working from home and you're essentially just kind of binging on Netflix all day, um, you know, boredom creeps in and a lot of people will just simply eat because it gives them something to do but I think the the easiest trick that you can do to kind of fight this boredom eating is to simply ask yourself why why am I eating right now so let's say you're at home even if you are working from home and you just find yourself wandering into the kitchen because who knows why Um, and you're just browsing through the snacks that you have in your pantry, your fridge, or wherever it may be, and you find yourself just mindlessly grabbing something and snacking, and we've all been there, we've all done it, you're a filthy liar if you haven't, Um, but the next time you find yourself doing this, just simply ask yourself, why am I eating? And if the answer is not because I'm hungry, just put the food back. Um, It's a simple kind of self-reflection tool but it's a very effective kind of way of monitoring your overall calorie intake and not just using eating as a means to fight boredom or just to keep yourself occupied for another hour or so. So if you find yourself in your kitchen and your stomach is not growling 
you should probably just leave. Just go do whatever it is that you were doing. Find a new hobby, read a book. Um, I don't know, find something else to do, but just get out of the kitchen. If you're not hungry, don't eat. Just because the food is there doesn't mean you have to eat it, okay? Um, the, I guess the next biggest tip that I can offer you guys is that when you do sit down to eat, remember the phrase green face. And I've used this with some of my clients to, um, it's actually been pretty effective in using it with some of my clients, but green face basically refers to the food on your plate and does it meet two requirements. So the first requirement is green. Is there something green on my plate, AKA a vegetable? Um, so is there something on your plate that was grown, um, from mother earth, green in color, a vegetable, broccoli, kale, spinach, collard greens, Brussels sprouts, asparagus, whatever it may be. Is there something green on your plate? If there's not something green on your plate, that's a strike against you. Your meal sucks already and you need to do something to change that. The face in green face, kind of morbid way to think about this, especially if you're a vegetarian or vegan. So I'm going to apologize to you folks ahead of time. Um, But basically it means is did my meal or did the food that I'm about to eat used to have a face? Like it sounds so, it sounds so terrible. It makes you sound like you're like a serial killer. Like you're, uh, who's the guy that ate people? Was that Jeffrey Dahmer or anyway? Yeah, I'm getting off track anyway. So basically do you have a dead animal on your plate? Um, so the, the animal is going to provide you with protein, which is super important for helping rebuild your muscles, uh, help you stay satiated or full throughout the day, depending on the cut of meat that you're eating could provide you with, um, some dietary fat, which again will help keep you full in the long run. And when you combine that with green vegetables, uh, you're, you're basically giving your body a low carb, um, perhaps higher fat meal that'll help keep you satiated throughout the day while providing your body with, you know, essential nutrients, vitamins, and minerals that will help you stay performing at an optimal level. Um, so again, the next time you sit down to a meal during this quarantine meeting is, um, just say the term green face, look down at your plate. Is there something green on the plate? Is there something, uh, that used to have a face on the plate? Um, so, you know, those two, um, tips in the book, I think the next biggest thing that a lot of people are going to struggle with is, um, snacking. We kind of already touched on, snacking in the first intuitive eating bit you know if you're not hungry don't eat but i'm not saying don't snack like you know snacking is not terrible you just have to adjust the types of snacks that you are eating throughout the day um so again this all kind of depends on what you have available in your house so you know if if it's in your house you're going to eat it that's a statement that i've found very true for myself and for clients alike um if your pantry is full of oreos and crap you're basically going to break down at some point and eat oreos and crap even if you have the strongest will of all time there will be one day where uh, you you had a terrible day at work your boss yelled at you um, your kid threw up in your minivan and your dog shit on your living room carpet and you're just going to go home one day and you're going to say, fuck it, I'm going to eat an Oreo and you're going to go and you're going to eat and one turns into 16 and before you know it, you hate yourself and you cry yourself to sleep and it's just an overall bad night. 
Um, so if it's in your house, you're going to eat it. So the, the thing you have to make sure is just make sure that, you know, you're not surrounding yourself with the crappy foods that you don't want to be eating in the first place. So that aside, when you do go to reach for a snack, you really want to focus on your quality snack, something that's going to provide your body with nourishment and not necessarily just calories. So you can do some cut up vegetables, um, fruit. Uh, anyone who tells you fruit will make you fat is a douchebag and you should just get them out of your life completely. They're probably a terrorist. Um, edamame, cottage cheese, string cheese, um, Greek yogurt is another good one, high in protein. I know some people are going to say dairy's not good for you, but you know, uh, it's to each his own. Some people are going to do fine with dairy. Some people will not. You have to be the judge for yourself. Um, uh, beef jerky is going to be another good snack. Um, unsalted mixed nuts are going to be another good snack. And you can literally Google healthy snacks and you'll find a list of like I don't know, 50 snacks that you can eat that will be healthy. You just have to be smart. So don't just snack because it's there and it's something to do, okay? Don't turn into an asshole because you're at home and you're just using this as a free pass to, you know, let your inhibitions down and just eat whatever you want. That's stupid. Um, don't do that. It's a good way to really screw up any sort of health and fitness plans that you have. So when it comes to um, drinking, I think the best thing to do is really just drink hard liquor so you can forget all your problems um, that this quarantine is bringing about. Um, kidding. So water is going to be your best choice, not only during this quarantine, but forever. Um, water should be like 95% of what you drink on a daily basis. And that's because liquid calories add up really, really quickly. Um, you can probably drink a thousand calories way way more easier than you can eat a thousand calories. Um, so, you know, the sugars and the creamers that you put in your coffee, um, the juices, um, the, I hope no one's drinking soda at this point, but that stuff adds up really, really quick. Um, so if you do want to drink coffee, try to drink it black. I know it took me a long time to get to that point, but it's really going to be the healthiest and best thing for you. Um, some tea will be another solid choice. And I'm not talking about the uh, Arizona iced tea. I'm talking about actual tea that you brew, herbal tea. Um, it's got less caffeine than coffee does. Um, and you can find it in a variety of flavors. I know I drink um, I think it's blueberry acai tea and pomegranate and peach and Earl Grey. Um, and it's another solid choice um, when you don't feel like drinking coffee or water. You can kind of switch things up a little bit. And what you can do also is you can um, cut up and add some fruit to your water and let it marinate, so to speak. And it'll add a nice little splash of flavor to your water. So you can put in some strawberries or some lemon, kiwi, whatever it may be. And it kind of turns it into um, like a flavored drink. But the good thing is you won't get necessarily all the added calories from it. You'll just get a little splash of flavor. Um, so again, water is going to be your best friend. Try to avoid all the, um, you know, added calories that come from sodas and juices and all that other BS. And, um, the, the other thing you might want to consider doing during this quarantine and a lot of the tips that I'm saying right now actually apply to anyone who sits on their ass all day. 
and I don't mean that in a bad way, just because that's the world that we live in. A lot of people have desk jobs and work at computers and work at offices and, you know, it's no fault of their own, but a lot of the work that we do today in the modern world doesn't really require us to be active. You know, you can sit a lot um, and still earn a decent paycheck. So basically what you might want to consider doing, especially if you're working from home or if you're stuck at home, doesn't matter. If you've become more sedentary just by being stuck indoor all day, you might want to alter your macronutrient intake. And what I mean by that is you might want to just kind of alter the ratio of fats and carbs that you're eating on a daily basis. And the easiest way I like to explain this to clients is that carbohydrates are not evil, but they are fuel for higher intensity exercise. So if you, um, let's, let's use the car analogy. If you drive your car far or fast every single day, you're going to need to fill the tank um, maybe on a daily basis, but you're going to need to fill it more often than not. If you don't drive your car a lot and you basically only drive it to the park and back two days a week, you do not need to fill your tank with gas on a regular basis. So your body's the same way. If you're not participating in high intensity exercise or sprints or long duration cardio, or basically just vigorous exercise on a regular basis, your body doesn't require a lot of fuel in the form of carbohydrates. So if you're stuck at home during this quarantine and you're more sedentary, what you might want to consider doing is dropping your carb intake and upping your fat intake. Um, and that's why so many people will do so well on these low carbohydrate diets is because you're basically fueling your body in the proper way based on your activity levels. Um, and this is going to be different for every single person. I'm not saying everyone should do this. Some people are going to be more carb tolerant than others. Um, but I think it's a very good general guideline that most people on a sedentary lifestyle are going to do better um, on a lower carb, high fat diet. And you know how to do that. You basically just do green face. Back to that first tip green vegetables, and then maybe a fattier cut of meat. So maybe some grass-fed um, red meat, maybe some steaks, eggs. Um, basically, as long as you're following the guidelines of eating dead animal flesh and green vegetables, you can accomplish that lower-carb, um, high-fat uh, diet guideline for the most part. And even if you don't want to drop your carb intake, I do think it's a smart thing for most people. Um but as long as you're eating carbs from a smart source, so vegetables, fruits, oats, and the more satiating carbohydrate sources, um, that'll probably still be fine. I think the reason most people get so hungry on higher carb diets is because their carbs come from crap sources like crackers and cookies and cereals and whatnot, very low in fiber and basically, you know, gets digested super quick and leaves you hungry in two seconds. Um, so again, take this tip with a grain of salt. Um, you still can eat carbs, you know, while you're a little bit more sedentary, but you just have to make sure that they're coming from the right sources. And I think the last thing that we should probably touch on is right now during this quarantine, it might not be the best time for certain fitness goals like fat loss. And the reason I say that is because this virus has screwed up so much already in terms of closing businesses and closing schools and affecting 
um, you know, so many people's jobs and it's brought up, you know, it's brought so much stress with it. The last thing you really need to be stressing about right now is losing fat. Um, it's just another stressor that you don't need added in your life. And I'll use myself as an example. So like I'm watching my son basically solo five days a week for like eight and a half hours a day. And I love him to death, but my God, it's so draining sometimes. And it's, it can be extremely stressful. Um, that plus with doing the little bit of work that I can do in, in terms of content creation and um, still trying to, you know, do some good for the business. It's extremely stressful. Plus pile on top of workouts and making sure the dog gets walked and prepping dinner and doing whatever it is that you need to be doing. It's a stressful time. It's a stressful time for everyone. Um, so like why make it more stressful by, you know, concerning yourself about dropping fat or looking good for Memorial Day weekend, you know, like everyone's in the same boat as you. So if, you, if you're not like super shredded by Memorial Day or July 4th, you know, who cares? No one, like no one's going to give two shits if you don't have a six pack by, by July, you know, just don't, don't worry about it for the time being. I think the best thing that you can do right now is basically just do damage control. As long as you're not gaining weight during this quarantine, you're winning. You're already winning more battles than you already know. Um, so again, that's, that's just my two cents. Like if you still want to try to make fat loss a goal and maybe too much of your routine hasn't changed, um, great, go for it. Uh, that's, that's all on you. But again, I don't think you should be murdering yourself if, um, you know, if you, if your routine has been completely flipped upside down and, you know, completely screwed up. Um, but you know, for the most part, these tips are applicable to anyone with an office job or who drives a lot. It's not necessarily just quarantine eating. It's basically just sedentary eating for the most part. But, um, you know, I, I do think these are a few ways that you can kind of apply, um, certain changes to your diet to, you know, make sure you're not falling off the bandwagon completely while the country is essentially shut down. And then once you kind of get back into the routine and we're, you know, allowed out of our houses without masks, then you can kind of go back into your normal eating, uh, whatever that may be, higher carbs, maybe a few more cheat meals who are there, you know, uh, whatever it may be, it doesn't matter. Um, but you know, hopefully you guys are able to take something away from this. And, uh, you know, if you have any questions, feel free to, um, visit our email or visit our email, geez, uh, visit our website, uh, and then shoot us an email or reach out to us on social media, um, or whatever it may be. We're always happy to answer any questions that you guys have. And, um, you know, at the risk of sounding like every other podcast out there, um, like, and subscribe. Is that what you do for podcasts? I'll learn this at one point or another. Um, but spread the word, obviously every little bit helps. And then, uh, we will be back for episode four um, in a few days or whenever Nolan allows me to get some work done. So stay safe and um, I'll talk to you guys in a little bit.